Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hello, everyone. I'm Robin Clare, and you are listening to the Dr. Pat Show, Talk Radio to Thrive By. I am the host of Hungry for Answers, From Recovery to Your Ultimate Life, and right here on Transformation Talk Radio. So stay with us for the next hour as we explore Mother Earth's secret for ultimate transformation. Today, I am very pleased to welcome Joanna Walden, a consciousness visionary, transformation coach, speaker, and author of The Inside Hustle, a mystical misfits travel adventure into the unknown. So I always love on my show to talk about how I met someone. And so this is a fun story. When I was asked to host, to be a guest host for Dr. Pat, I sort of threw it up to the universe and said, I said to them, okay, what do you want me to talk about? And I have a lot of wonderful guides in the Ascended Masters. I'm actually an author for the Ascended Masters. I write books for them here on the earth plane. So I said, whoever, whoever wants me to speak about their book or whatever you want me to do, let me know. And so about an hour later, I got an email from Joanna and she said, oh, I listened to your show, Hungry for Answers. I wrote this book can I come on your show? And I thought, okay, that's interesting. And she was from New Zealand. But then the next morning I woke up and on my King Solomon Speaks, which is my latest book on the Facebook page, there was a message from Joanna and it was like, oh my God, that's how she began the message. She said, I am also a messenger for King Solomon and I'm really attached to the to the earth chakras. And I said, oh, I guess King Solomon, when they duked it up out there in, in, in heaven, he must've won and he wanted us to have this show together. So coming to us from New Zealand is Joanna and I'm here in the US. So let's welcome Joanna to the Dr. Pat show. Hello, Joanna. Hi, Robin. Thank you so much for having me. I just love those divine alignments. I mean, they're really- I love them. And when we and when we chatted about it, I called them a spiritual setup, and you thought that was a great term. Just the best, so good. (laughs) (laughs) And this is really, in an indirect way, this is kind of what we're talking about. Because when we get through this whole show, if folks can make the transition from spiritual to divine, then these spiritual setups just come all the time. And so it's really kind of fun because I did, I truly left it up to the universe because, you know, I've been at this a long time. There's so many things I could have talked about. I didn't want to talk about the topic of my own radio show. And that's why I kind of threw it up and said, you guys decide. And here you arrive. So thank you for coming. Oh, thank you so much again for having me. 
Yeah. Mm -hmm. So in my latest book, King Solomon Speaks, the premise is that when spiritual seekers become divine seekers, there will be a tipping point on the planet and the rest of humanity will rise into higher consciousness living. Mm -hmm. So when I was first guided to write this, I thought, it's interesting. We're, we're really, what's being asked of spiritual seekers is to kick up their spiritual journey to the next level. It's almost as if we've only sort of known that we're here to lead the way, but we never really knew what that meant. And so we've been looking at our spiritual journeys on an individual level, not at what could happen on the collective level, which I find so interesting because is as a collective, if we raise our vibration and don't worry, guys, we're going to be talking about the difference between spiritual and divine. So hang on for that. But if we can raise our vibration within the spiritual community as a collective, then we can create a tipping point on the planet, which will then help the planet to all the rest of humanity to rise into higher consciousness living. So does that mean that they're going to become divine seekers or even spiritual seekers? No, it just means that they're going to get out of their day-to-day struggle with fear and uh, what a, a sense of lack. So exactly. Yeah. And so, um, so this transformation from a spiritual being to a divine being means that you finally are healed enough and you know it. And you finally know enough, you have enough wisdom and you're going to share it. Mm. And I'm really kind of emphasizing the words because we never think we know enough and we never think we're healed enough. So what is it about this spiritual path that folks never think that they're healed enough or know enough to help others? What are your thoughts on that, Joanna? Well, I mean, that was really the crux of my personal journey of evolution. You know, I, I think it's just, you know, the heritage of the spiritual journey, so to speak, has meant that it's sort of sent people on this path and when they are in this energy of searching or healing or whatever, you know, whatever they're focusing on, when you're in that energy, you know, of a, a movement toward that direction, it doesn't mean, it just means you're constantly searching or you're constantly healing and you never are really embodying the sort of the healed or the knowing within or mm -hmm. the acknowledging mm -hmm. that mastery that we all have within us. And, you know, it's just these tiny little shifts that we need to make, I think, to really land that within us so that we then embody this energy that we are truly carrying. But we sort of almost trick ourselves into thinking that we're not that already <laughs> when really it it truly is all within us already right there. Oh, sure. It, it's yeah. our, it's our original, if we can call it original nature. Yeah. Right. Or, it's uh, how we yeah. came here. Um, it's what we are when we're no longer, when we're not in the physical. Exactly. And so truly, you know, for me, the meaning of life is to be able to recognize this divine nature, this true essence and then live it here as a human being. Absolutely. So Agreed. basically seeing the world through the eyes of the divine and yes. sounds easy, but certainly not. 
and, mm -hmm. and takes years. So it's funny, you use the word mastery. And I was guided today to, to bring up something that wasn't even in our conversations. And um, one time I was driving to see my mentor and I'm driving and I hear these words. Um, I hear these words, commitment, mastery, service, leadership. And I'm thinking, well, that, that's a great path, right? So I just carry on with my day. I go to see my mentor and then I come home. Two weeks later, I'm driving to see my mentor and I hear the same words, commitment, mastery, service, leadership, and freedom. And I thought, yes, freedom, that's it. That's awesome. But then I said, well, I never receive anything in a, in a, an account of five. Everything that I've received for any of my books has always been divisible by three. Hmm. And so I'm like, I don't even know what could possibly be after freedom, right? Is right. the ultimate, right? Mm. So then I hear this message. I hear this laughter. And then I hear that's because it's on the other end. And then I hear these seven stages of spiritual success, awareness, commitment, mastery, service, leadership, and freedom. And I said, yes, awareness. But so interesting for me, because you said mastery. And one of the things that I have found is that spiritual seekers get caught in the mastery stage hmm. because they never feel that they have the mastery. And so they're going to keep learning and learning and learning because right. they never feel like a master. Right. And I remember when a dear friend of mine, I was having a struggle with the word master because she wanted me to use something master, spiritual master, energy master, something in my title. And I'm like, I can't do that. And she's like, think of master as mastery, not that you have mastery on a topic. And so I would really encourage our listeners to really be able to embrace their mastery. And so I thought I would share that because these seven stages are, are very interesting. Um, so, so what do you think about this new level of evolution required for the spiritual community, this movement from spiritual to divine, this movement of knowing you're healed enough and knowing you know enough to be able to fulfill your destiny. Yeah, I mean, I think that's absolutely where we are all at and whether, you know, some of us are aware of it very consciously in certain ways and other, uh, are, you know, playing it out in a different kind of way altogether. But all of it, I think, is coming back to this mastery that we carry within and aligning and bringing that forward and knowing, just feeling into that knowing and embodying of that and bringing that forth onto the planet. Because we all, as you say, have this individual divine, you know, blueprint coming on or this mastery within us that is really the truth of who we are underneath all the programming mm -hmm. and patterns and layers of the human experience. And I think once we get into alignment within with all of those things then we just live a more amazing life of ease and grace in alignment with ourselves and everything else on the planet so yeah mm. i would agree with that and what i've known in all the in all of my time working on my own journey and helping others as a coach 
we're really unveiling this knowledge. Mm. There's, if we're here now as serious spiritual students, we've been here a lot of times, right? Because this is the lifetime that we can make this transition to the gold, you know, we're in the golden age now, this higher age of, of evolution. And so if you're here as a spiritual student, a spiritual teacher, a yoga teacher, anything related, or you're, you're doing something else completely, but you're really following your spiritual journey, it's important to know that all of the knowledge and wisdom that you're seeking is already inside of you. And that's what you've been saying. And so it's a matter of unveiling it. It's not a matter of learning it for the first time, right? And hopefully when you embrace this unveiling, then it becomes easier, Exactly. right? It becomes easier to accept that maybe you can kick it up a notch because we're going to need you to, as we go into other segments of of this episode, we're going to need everybody to really be willing to kick it up. So another question I had for you, is did you struggle with a lack of confidence in your journey to becoming a spiritual coach? Uh, Yes, I think I was, you know, in that pattern in the spiritual community of, you know, the constant searching, the constant trying to figure it out. And I wasn't, because of the nature of that and the energy that goes along with it, I wasn't embodying and allowing myself to tap into what I already knew. So I don't know if it were, I think the confidence, yes, is aligned um, on that level with it because, you know, it was almost like I just had this doubt that kept plaguing me. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I, you know, had to move through that by changing the way that I was operating my energy and the, and the way that I was feeling about myself and owning that mastery and owning and really getting sinking into that deep knowing within what I truly was rather than all the stuff that was playing out in my human experience. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I sure did. I, I struggled with a lack of confidence for years. Part of it was because um, in my story, I was in addiction for 40 years with Um, food disorders. Mm. And so I always felt almost like a fraud around being a spiritual teacher, even though I was getting opportunity after opportunity. And what I discovered is that I had this sense of goodwill that I wanted to help people. And I had a really great sense of divine will, meaning that I was willing to do whatever was asked of me. I always joke because my spiritual mantra is bring it on. And, um, and so, so I was willing to do anything. What I was missing was my own personal will, which was my story of addiction and what my show, um, hungry for answers, um, is about, it's about this, the journey from recovery to your ultimate life. But one of the things that, you know, I discovered is that what I needed to do was figure out what I was suffering over. And I want everybody to understand that our suffering is not just our own individual suffering from this lifetime, which could be a lot, but there's a collective suffering within the spiritual community. And then if you're a spiritual woman, you get a double level of of suffering because you have the collective energy of suffering for women across eons of generations. Mm -hmm. And so 
you have to begin to decipher what is your own suffering and what is that of the collective. Mm. And that's not an easy task. And that's why I always encourage everyone in when they're listening to Hungry for Answers to really, if you're on your spiritual path and you really want to make it to the divine path, you really need to heal yourself. You need to find a way to look at your trauma patterns and heal them. What do you think about that? Yeah, and I think it's important to recognize that we all come in as a soul, you know, with the divine plan. And part of it is, you know, not just doing that healing or that transmuting of old patterns for ourselves and our family line, because we do that when we, when we do that healing on ourselves, it continues right back um, many generations down our family mm -hmm. line. But it's also yes. for the human collective and for the planet and for bringing light to those, the dark and those patterns that are kind of plaguing us and um, standing in the way of a more beautiful, loving, higher consciousness kind of society that we're moving towards. Yes. And so, yeah. So yeah. yes, that's beautiful. So we're, we're heading towards our first break now and you're listening to the Dr. Pat show talk radio to thrive by. And this is Robin Claire, your host. And I'm here with Joanna Walden and we'll be right back. You know, marriage is not always easy, but skills that improve communication go a long way. Tune in to the Relationship Rehab Show, Recovering Happiness in Your Love with Nancy Landrum and Dr. Pat each month on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Nancy is an author and teacher empowering couples to create and sustain loving marriages. Learn to listen, speak, and handle conflict with respect so your love can flourish. To learn more about Nancy and her work, visit NancyLandrum.com. Not just talk, conversation for profound self-awareness. Stick with us. Your best life awaits on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Hi, everyone. I'm the host of Nothing But Now, Mindful Living with Dr. Mary Angela McGuire on Transformation Talk Radio. I share ideas, insights, and tools you can use to release yourself from fearful and negative thinking and live from a place of clarity and confidence. Please join me in each show where we challenge ourselves to change together. Please go to my website, mcguirelifecoach.com. That's mcguirelifecoach.com. See you next time. Close your eyes and imagine what it would feel like to live a life driven by purpose and passion. Feels great, doesn't it? Tune in to Awareness to Action every first and third Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific with me, Joan Marlowe. I'm here to help you navigate your unique journey toward purpose while embracing your authenticity. Visit my website, peacefullyhealing.com, and don't miss Awareness to Action on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Juggling life's relentless demands can leave us unbalanced and restless. Do you feel stuck in the overwhelm? Diane McClay is a personal empowerment coach, author, and compassionate storyteller on a mission to boost you into balance and help you move forward with passion and purpose. Get unstuck with Diane on The Diane McClay Show every second and fourth Friday at 1.30 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. For more information about Diane, visit DianeMcClay.com.
Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show, Talk Radio to Thrive By. And I'm Robin Clare, your guest host. And I'm here with Joanna Walden. And to find out more about me and my offerings, please go to clarity.com. That's Claire, C-L-A-R-E-I-T-Y.com. And before we get more into this conversation, Joanna, can you share with everybody how they can connect with you? Absolutely. Thanks, Robin. They can connect with me at my website, which is joannawalden.com. So that's J-O-A-N-N-A-W-A-L-D-E-N.com. That's great. That's great. So I would like to talk about this next topic. Um, In King Solomon Speaks, we are talking about this idea of raising our vibration to um, raising our vibration to an idea that we can do this raising our vibration if we align our individual chakras Mm. with the earth chakras. And so that was interesting that it seemed like that was an interesting way to do this. And many of our listeners may have visited many of the earth chakras and may not even aware of their chakra status. So I thought it'd be kind of cool and you can help me with this. It'd Mm -hmm. be very cool to talk about the alignment of the chakras. So what are chakras? They are the energy centers in our body. They're part of our energy, our energy body. And basically they just keep us going. They're like, give us our energy and keep us going and, and keep the energy flowing in and out of us because and when we, when we have a physical body, you know, we have our physical body and we have an energy body. And the best way that I always look at it is the physical body is very dense and you can get what we call disease in it. But the, the energetic body is very light and we, get, we can have disruptions and things in the energetic body if our chakras are not open and spinning. And we call that dis-ease. in the chakra system. So Mm -hmm. we want to keep our, our chakras humming. We want to keep them open and humming. And so there are seven chakras that correspond to seven earth chakras. So the first chakra is the root chakra, and that's our chakra of safety and security. And so on, on the earth plane, the first chakra on mother earth is Mount Shasta. And this is a great and powerful mountain in Northern California. And I've been there and it's it's pretty amazing. Um, The the second chakra, which is located in our sacral area is all about our creative nature and our sexual nature. And this second chakra of the earth is centered on the island of the sun in Lake Titicaca on the border of Bolivia and Peru. So we're sort of going down because we're following serpent patterns or, or energy patterns across the earth. It's like a, it's like a figure eight basically Mm -hmm. of energy that's going across the earth. So the third chakra, which is in our solar plexus is, is our chakra of self-esteem and personal power. And the third chakra of the earth is in Australia's Northern territory at Uluru or Ayers Rock, the name used to describe the vast red rock structure. So that's your neck of the woods. It is. 
right? <laughs> Where you grew up. Um, mm -hmm. And so the fourth chakra in the human energy system is the heart chakra or the connection to our own inner divinity, our connection to our own divine source. On the earth, the fourth chakra is located in the green and pleasant lands of Glastonbury, England. Yeah. The fifth chakra on the human energy system is the throat chakra. And this is where we're able to speak our truth and our will. Mm -hmm. And the fifth chakra on the earth is shared between the great pyramids of Egypt and Mount Olives in Israel. The sixth chakra is the third eye chakra. And for me, this is my connection to my spirit guides and my angels. But in for the earth, it's located in Western Europe. And when I wrote King Solomon Speaks, I was guided to make the sixth chakra at the Camino de Santiago for purposes of this book, the great walk from in the area of Spain. And then the seventh chakra up here on the, in the human energy system, the crown chakra, is our connection to all divinity, both seen and unseen, all universal energies. And the seventh chakra is located at the crown of the earth at Mount Kailash in Tibet. And mm -hmm. so I just wanted to, sh I wanted to share that with everybody so that they would know what we're talking about. So Joanna, I know that you're also a sacred tour leader. You are aligned with the energetic importance of our relationship with the earth. So can you share with our listeners why connecting with the earth in general is essential? Yeah, I mean, you know, I think it's important just to remember that we are a part of the earth, you know. Yes, it is our home, but we don't live on it. We are a part of this living organism that is the earth and we contribute to it and our energy affects everything on it in many different ways. And so, you know, you know, the earth contains the same beautiful divine intelligence that runs through all things as we do. And so when that comes together, we really connect with an expanded part of our being in a beautiful way. And I think that going to these um, sacred sites and I've been attracted to them all of my life. And you know, I've been to six of the seven that you just listed out. Oh there. my God, that's wonderful. That's yes. wonderful. And so did you have, did you have any kind of unique experiences at them that you would want to share with our audience? Um, I, you know, it's been varying different things. You know, I remember feeling when I went to Glastonbury, I did re recall feeling quite connected to my heart in, in that time, you know, and that was when my heart was quite closed. So I was actually attracted mm -hmm. to it because I was working to open my heart. Now that I, you know, take a step back after years, I recognize this, but at the time I was just attracted to go there, but my heart was yeah. quite closed. And so yeah. I'm really aware now of the, the you know, the, the underlying reason why I was going to a lot of these places around the earth. And um, I really also had a beautiful affinity to the, um, Lake, uh, the Island of the Sun, sorry, in Lake Titicaca. I found mm -hmm. it just a really magical place that felt like nowhere I'd ever felt before. And, you know, I was having different sort of energy experiences and they were all very, very different, but I definitely felt a resonance and an attraction to those places. And I felt some kind of joy or magic or deep sort of connection and fulfillment while I was visiting for sure. 
Yeah. And I think too, when we, when we do this, um, when we do this, so in King Solomon Speaks, there are a series of seven meditations to align your mm -hmm. chakras with, with the earth chakras. And I think, I think to think about that is anybody who's ever done a chakra meditation, which I'm sure there are a lot of people here who have, mm -hmm. who are listening that have done that. Think about the idea of re the resonance between you, your chakra and the earth chakra. And if you were there now, or even, even etherically there, right. If you were doing these meditations, how much more powerfully open and spinning your own chakras would be mm. if they were aligned with the corresponding earth chakra. Yeah. And there's so many things we could even say too, like how much more aligned to the earth you would be. I even noticed writing the book, every time I would work on the meditations, you know, I'd have to say them out loud or time them because I recorded them mm. uh, for everybody. I could feel my chakras opening every time I worked on the book <laughs> right. and each time I worked on the recorded meditation. So you don't have to necessarily go there. And I'm no hoping worries. people will be able to go there uh, once we're, we've got this COVID situation under control. Yeah. Um, but you can go there in your meditations. Absolutely. And really in the book, I have beautiful pictures too, you know, mm -hmm. corresponding to, to each of each of the chakras. Mm. So, um, so you shared some of your experience. Which one didn't haven't you been to yet? I haven't been to the crown chakra, but interestingly uh, enough, and that's in my Mount Kailash in Tibet. But interestingly enough, you know where we're moving to, and the way that the Earth is evolving, and as are we, all of the chakras. There's also new Earth chakras, and so the new Earth crown chakra is here in New Zealand at the bottom of the South Island. And I have visited that. So interestingly, yes. uh, yeah, there's, um, you know, it's just incredibly beautiful energy aligned with the new earth that we're going to. So all of yes, these chakras of the earth are being upgraded. Mm. Oh, let's talk a little bit about that when we come back from the break. You're listening to the Dr. Pat Show. And this is Robin Clare and Joanna Walden. And we'll be right back. Tune in to the show, Heart Change Consciousness, with me, Dr. Trish DeRocher, as stories of inspired activism come to life. Listening to conversations with your favorite authors, changemakers, and many more who practice inspired spiritual activism and transform vulnerabilities into sources of strength. Let's be inspired together through my show, Heart Change Consciousness, on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Learn how to lead a happier life on Miles to Go with Brittany Miles. How to lose to gain it all. Join Brittany every second and fourth Wednesday at 1 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Listen as coach and healer Brittany Miles share stories that teach you about surrender. For more information about Brittany, MilesToGoCoaching.com. Get empowered on TransformationTalkRadio.com. 
Stuck in a roundabout of dysfunction? Learn how to speak your truth to power with host Dr. Kathy O'Bear. Create real change with smart tools and smart strategies. No frills, no fluff, just life-changing conversations to help get you where you want to be. Extend your reach and become an agent for real change with Kathy O'Bear. For more information on Kathy and her work, please visit drkathyobear.com. That's drkathyobear.com. Welcome to Blue Lightning Healing Meditations. I'm Susie Parker Goins. I'm a channel bringing through spirit guides in accessible and resonant ways for you to connect with your higher self, sharing soul level conversations to help you in your spiritual path. I upload weekly channeled messages, interviews, and information on a variety of topics, sharing my learning and opening doors for growth. You can find a listing of upcoming podcasts at bluelightninghealing.com. Until next time, blessings. It's your turn to reclaim your life. Experience the unmitigated joy of breathing life into your own passions, into your own purpose, with me, Life Coach Ricky Schwartz, at MyTurnLifeCoaching.com. In the meantime, tune into my show, My Turn Life Coaching, live every second and fourth Wednesday at 12 p.m. Pacific Time on TransformationTalkRadio.com. So hi, we're back on the Dr. Pat Show with me, Robin Clare, and your guest host. And for more information on me or my offerings, please go to Clarity.com. That's C-L-A-R-E-I-T-Y.com. And so we're going to do our first giveaway to our, to our first three callers at 1-800-930-2819. And I'm going to give away the ebook and the recorded meditations for King Solomon Speaks. And I'll get those to you um, soon thereafter. So call away if you want them. Okay, so today I have Joanna Walden talking about with us about the personal and global transformation possible for all of us. So Joanna, why should personal transformation be a high priority for anyone? Well, I mean, I think we're all going through this state of evolution and change. I mean, you can just take one look at the planet and you can see what is going on. And when we actually start to embrace our own personal transformation, not only can we cope with what is going on in the world around us that much better, but we come to just a beautiful, more compassionate, loving state within ourselves. And that is actually really important to be holding that energy at these times of great change on the planet. And when we also do the work in our inner level, it's so exciting because we just uncover these untapped parts of us. There's all this wisdom and mastery and divine intelligence waiting for us to open it up. It's like a treasure box that's inside us. And, you know, I find that really exciting because it makes life more magical, no matter what you're doing or where you are in the world. And it just makes um, everything, I think, in our life experience more deeply fulfilling and we're better able to navigate our human yes. journey when we align with these kinds of more... Um, advanced kind of thinking about who and what we truly are underneath this human experience that we're having. Yeah. And yeah. one of the things you said earlier that I'd like to uh, come back to is this idea that when you go on your personal transformation journey, you not only do healing for yourself, but you are doing the healing for your family. Yep. And so you may be the brave one 
Mm -hmm. You may be the one that's willing to take a look at all the crap that happened, right? In your childhood, your teen years, your, you know, you may, by healing yourself, you heal your relationship with your parents. So that sounds hard to people, but really, honestly, it's really about acceptance, right? You don't have to condone anything your parents did, but you have to come into some form of relationship with them that allows you to have that peace and to be able to move further on your journey. So let's talk about how will folks know in their day-to-day journey that transformation is happening? Like what are the signs that the universe is giving that shows people that they're supporting their growth? Well, I noticed a lot for myself and my clients that when we come into the state of doing the work within us, and it's about making little changes, by the way, it's not like one great big silver bullet that's going to solve everything. But I do find that people are happier in themselves. They're less reactive maybe to other people. They ultimately just automatically hold a more compassionate view for others and ourselves. And, you know, it feels like you almost get into this beautiful alignment within you and you experience flow in your reality where you don't have to sort of fight or chase or try and control things. Everything just comes to you exactly what is meant for you. And there's not a lot of effort required, actually. You become into this flow state and what you need and is perfect for you at the time just comes to you much more easily and with a lot of grace. And so I find that that is one of the uh, main um, things and you align with beautiful synchronicities. I think an increase in synchronicity is also a really good um, thing to note. And sometimes you also might just, you know, see uh, number patterns or symbols from animal messengers or the way that our reality or the subtle ways it communicates with us to let us know that we're in alignment and affirm the path ahead of us. Mm. Yes. And, and we are that, right? You and I, we are synchronicity, right? And alignment, because that's what I asked for. I want, I knew that we wanted to do a good job here because Mm -hmm. it's such an honor to have this opportunity. And I said, let's do this. Let's find the right, the right combination. Last week I was in Florida. And I think this, this is a, a really good understanding of, of the connection to the earth and to her inhabitants. I was in a bird sanctuary. So you can imagine how loud that is. Yeah. And so I stood in front of this bush of these giant birds, pelicans and all kinds of birds, herons. And I said, I'm going to come into oneness with these birds. And so I stood in front of the, the, the bush. I closed my eyes. This is at sunrise. And I sent out all of this loving energy to these birds, this energy of oneness and connection to them. And I had my eyes closed and I, and I sent out this vibration. And all of a sudden, they all stopped squawking. It was silence. Wow in the bird sanctuary for like 10 seconds. And I knew that I had made a connection of oneness with them. Mm. And this I think is the magic that you were talking about earlier. That when we align with our own divine nature, our own divinity, which is of course the oneness with all universal energies. Yes. These type of miracles can happen. I call them magical, I call it my magical mystical tour. Yeah. 
<laughs> because I just w- watch for them to happen. Mm-hmm. And I'm so aware. And guys, the more you're aware of synchronicity, which is around us all the time, the more you're aware of it, the more it happens. It's not that it's happening more, really. It's that you're seeing it more. And so every time, so what is synchronicity? So synchronicity is coincidence fueled by spirit. Mm-hmm. In case you're not sure what that word means, it's, you know, coincidence. And there really are no coincidence. We all learned that in the Celestine prophecy 30 years ago, but it's coincidences fueled by spirit. And we're all having them. And as I said, the more you pay attention, mm. the more you have them. So during the pandemic, it seemed like people got busy with personal transformation mm. or fell victim to the fear and stress of the situation. And maybe a little combination of both. What was it like for you, Joanna? And what did you personally do to accomplish your personal transformation during last year? Well, funnily enough, I was right on the tip of launching my book, The Inside Hustle. And, you know, I could have delayed, it was that choice, do I delay this? And at that point, I thought it might be months, not a year. And I just decided to, something in within me just said, no, just get it out there. And I'm so glad I did. And so I launched it. So I was very busy launching my book, getting it out there, getting readers on board, um, you know, receiving beautiful comments of how it's helped shift and uh, recalibrate people and their energy signatures. And so that time for me was a really beautiful time. Um, And, you know, I did have time to go inward because I found there was actually less noise you know, I tuned out of the whole sort of, you know, updates every day on the, the various states of being in the world with the pandemic. And I actually just chose to spend that time going inward. And I had the time to go for beautiful extended walks and, you know, while we're in lockdown here in New Zealand. And I also was tuning in and just checking in with myself to see what is this bringing up for me? What is this wanting me to, you know, allow myself to look at on a deeper level that I wouldn't maybe usually have time to do. So I was very aware of everything that was happening and that consciousness was coming in to help me navigate the moments where I wasn't feeling that amazing and things were a little scary, you know? I mean, I think everyone had that moment of like, oh goodness, I'm really not sure what's going on here and just navigating the ups and downs and also tuning whether this was actually mine or whether I was tapping into more of the collective energy on the planet that was going mm-hmm. on with all of the you know different people who having various kinds of um, experiences on one end of the scale to the other so you know I I birthed my book <laughs> and although there were challenges brought up by the pandemic I just navigated those with as much ease and grace as I was able to um, during that time and I found it a really amazing expansive experience and I really actually enjoyed that first lockdown and the first stages of that and I just I really embraced it and loved it maybe the second or third lockdown not so much but um, but the first one I really 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 enjoyed and valued that time yeah. that I had. Mm. Yeah. So for me, what was so beautiful about it is uh, my adult children came home and I never would have thought that was going to happen. And and then it became, you know, just an understanding for all of us how to live in the house together again. Mm -hmm. But one of the things uh, my husband and I did is we decided that we would make our time, we would be, we would get healthy. And so we started like healthy eating, healthy uh, exercising, and just trying to stay grounded 
because uh, it was scary for sure, mm-hmm. right? We didn't really know what was happening. We didn't know. And it, it's still scary for so many people. I pray every day for the countries in the world that are still experiencing such strong reaction um, to the COVID. So my prayers are with them every single day. But what I found is that the more that I focused on my own wellness, opportunities began to come to me, like the Hungry for Answers radio show and different things. And I knew that by coming into alignment with my own inner world, that that I could begin to expand outwardly. Mm. So that's why I love these meditations too, for this connection of your own chakras to the earth chakras, because they allow you to go inside and begin to really heal from the inside and then expand outward yeah. to be able to do what it is that you most likely want to do in the world. So we're going to take a third break now, but before we take this break, can you give your contact information one more time, Joanna? Sure. You can find me on Instagram or Facebook at I am Joanna Walden, or you can find me on my website, which also has links to all my social media. And uh, that's at www.joannawalden.com. And that's Walden, W-A-L-D-E-N. Nice. So you are listening to the Dr. Pat show. This is Robin Claire. We're going to take a quick break. And when we return, we're going to learn a little bit more about Joanna's work. So stay tuned. Can't get enough of Eye of Soul Radio? Join psychic medium Jamie every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Transformation Talk Radio. Take a deeper look at the raw side of spirit. Nothing is off limits. Connect with lost loved ones and explore these vulnerable subjects with the compassionate guidance of psychic medium Jamie. You are not alone. Eye of Soul, Thursdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, only on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Get empowered on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Not just talk, conversation for profound self-awareness. Stick with us. Your best life awaits on TransformationTalkRadio.com. We figured by the time we turned 50, we kind of had life figured out but we were not prepared for the realities of midlife. Tune in to, and that's when I realized, the truth and comedy of midlife with me, Susan Dolce. And me, Leon Dyer, every second and fourth Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. You're not alone in these challenges, and sometimes you just gotta laugh. Find us at SusanDolce.com and LeonDyer.com. on the Dr. Pat show and I'm Robin Claire your guest host and I'm here with Joanna Walden and we're going to give a giveaway now and we're going to to the first caller at 1-800-930-2819 Joanna has generously offered her six-day recorded course called the abundance code Mm. so thank you for that it sounds like a great course yeah, it's really amazing. So lucky, the lucky winner will be <laughs> ready to go. <laughs> That's great. So let's talk about your book, The Inside Hustle, 
a mystical misfits travel adventure into the unknown. I really like that title. Mm. What inspired you to write this book? And what do you want your readers to walk away from after reading your book? Well, I was really, you know, I've been on a sort of personal journey of evolution or a spiritual journey or whatever you'd like to call it for many years, because I just felt that the career life of trying to get to the next level in advertising, which is what I used to do, wasn't really giving me that level of fulfillment or a deep knowing of myself that I knew was really underneath it all. Mm -hmm. And so I, it set me off on a series of adventures which take me all around the world. And it's sort of more the comedy of errors uh, version of that. So there's a lot of humor in here. I sort of describe it as Bridget Jones meets Eat, Pray, Love on steroids. So, um, but it really, I wrote it because I found I was going down various sort of paths in my journey that actually were disempowering myself and not really leading me to where I wanted to get to. And, you know, just those kind of little nuances that we were talking about earlier in the show about being in the energy of search all the time. And then you're never actually landing it because that's, you're just constantly searching for the answers, you know, all of those kind of things I really wanted to bring to the surface, these little nuances that are so important in us being able to come back to our mastery and really align with that within. And so, you know, I go to um, all sorts of places and sacred sites around the world. And mm -hmm. I just wanted to share um, people journeying to these places who maybe couldn't get there in, in person as well. And um, just shine a light on some of these things that I sort of felt kind of distracted from me potentially maybe coming into this place of real, really deep knowing and fulfillment within a, a little earlier. So I thought if I could help someone else, I would absolutely love to do that. Maybe my personal journey could help others make theirs even more, um, uh, you know, aligned with ease and grace and expedited yeah. version of it. <laughs> That's wonderful. So um, it made me think that, you know, a lot of times on our spiritual journey, we, we may hear something, we may be guided, we may receive a message from another person about something on our journey. And we're typically like, when, now, jump, how high, right? Mm -hmm. Like, we're just like, I got to do this now because I got a message. And for me, that, that discernment was so important mm -hmm. that just because I'm hearing something or, or someone is saying something to me, I have to know if it's right for me. So so what I was guided to understand, I love this expression, when someone, when I hear something in a reading or someone tells me something, or I think I hear something in my meditation, I always hear stay in your lane. Isn't that yeah. great? Stay in your lane, because that's how you'll know that the message is truly for you. And it may be, may sound like it's not in your lane, but it's for later on. Mm. So you have to be able to make that level of discernment as you move further and further along on the spiritual journey. So, so in my books, I discovered the journey from spiritual to divine is outlined quite nicely in all of them. I'm working on my fifth book now. I, 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 and I wrote the outline next week, last week, excuse me. So I'm really excited about it. It's called, thank you. It's called the reluctant mystic, which explores the historical and current reasons we are reluctant to share our spiritual gifts and our divine purpose. So my question for you is, have you seen that type of hesitancy with your clients? Like in, in it, having a hesitancy to fulfill their divine destiny and purpose? And if so, what type of programs 
do you offer to help them reach their ultimate life? Yeah, I mean, I think rumbling in the background is always people wanting to be aligned with their destiny and purpose. But then sometimes we get really fixated on, I've got to find my purpose. I've got to find my purpose. Yeah. And, and actually just sometimes just being in the most loving, compassionate state with yourself and all other beings is, and you bringing that beautiful light of your individual divine blueprint to the planet is all that you need to do. So, you know, I think rather than a, um, hesitancy there sometimes is a bit more of an obsession about it and but you know I do take people through uh, my signature 12-week transformation program really goes deep into getting beneath all the stuff in the way of us connecting mm -hmm. with that divine blueprint within or our divine destiny yes. or whatever you want to call it and yes, that's you know great. it's looking at things in just another way and bringing light to um, and use perspective to how we are viewing ourselves and, and what we're doing in our daily life. That's mm -hmm. wonderful. That's mm -hmm. wonderful. That's why I love working with my writing coaching clients, because I work with folks that have come into recovery from whatever they're suffering over or were suffering from, and now they want to use their journey to help heal others. Mm -hmm. And so that's where I spend most of my time. If I'm not writing or doing, doing my radio show, I am working with these amazing people who are writing these books and helping them to create, hopefully, a best-selling book um, in, for, the, for their information. So let's just, um, so I want to start to say goodbye. Yes. <laughs> um, it's been such a pleasure to be with you. And um, it was my, yeah, it was my honor to host the Dr. Pat show with my special guest, Joanna Walden. And Joanna, as noted earlier, we were mystically brought together yes. from both ends of the globe to share this conversation with you. And we're both available to be with you and to help you on your journey from spiritual to divine. And I invite you to listen to my radio show, Hungry for Answers from Recovery to Your Ultimate Life on the first and third Thursdays at noon Eastern time on Transformation Talk Radio Facebook page. And that would mean this Thursday is my next show. So I'm excited about that, where we'll be talking about can pain be a gift in your life. So thank you so much, Joanna, for journeying with me today. And I look forward to seeing where our divine connection takes us next. So until then, everyone, you should stay healthy and stay connected. And namaste to all of you and blessings. Take care.